You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Danielle Liss. Each week, we will help you unlock the secrets of influencer marketing through interviews with leading professionals and tips and tricks to help you scale your business. Sit back, grab a coffee, and let's talk all things influencer marketing. Hey there, this is Danielle. And this is Jamie. Welcome to episode 28 of the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast. Today, we're doing something a little bit different, and we're giving you a behind-the-scenes look into our two businesses, and we'll tell you about some things that we have faced, struggled with, and then resolved. On this podcast, we talk a lot about growing and scaling your business. And with that, there are so many growing pains. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. There are moments where you have to realign your business goals and moments of complete and utter amazement when you look around and you say, I built that. (laughs) How many times have we texted each other with comments almost exactly like that? Like, ah, hey, business lady, look what we did. Oh my gosh. We own that. We did that. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of that. It's cool. It, and it, no, I feel like no matter how long we've been doing this, because now we're not we're not baby entrepreneurs anymore. <laughs> we've been doing this a little while. You, st- I still get excited every day. Every day I look at it, and you know, every so often my husband will look at me and he'll just shake his head. He's like, "You don't even realize what you guys have built. Look at you guys. This is amazing." And I'm like, "I know, but oh my gosh, there are times when it's also it's really scary being a grown up business owner, as I always like to say." Oh, the minute we hired our first person, that was <gasps> because it wasn't just me or you or our bills. <laughs> now other people rely on us. That was that was a hard hurdle to overcome, which we'll it talk about was. in a little bit. <laughs> it was so much. And so what we're going to talk about in today's episode is the thing that we talk to you the most about, and it's growing and scaling the business. But today we want to talk to you about how we're growing and scaling our businesses. I think to start, we should probably give an overview of our businesses because we, I think we allude to them, (laughs) but we never come out and really say. So we have two different businesses. They are a little bit related, but they're very, they're separate and we treat them completely separate. Many of you who listen know all about our law firm, Hashtag Legal, and that is a virtual law firm, which is pretty cool, particularly in the legal industry because there aren't that many, uh, where we work with clients in lots of different areas, including intellectual property like trademarks and copyright. We work with clients who are influencers and helping them with their websites. We do work with FTC disclosures. We do lots of really fun work in the influencer 
space, but we also work with service professionals, anybody who's a coach or a designer, and we help them with their businesses. We're in hashtag legal. We really look at ourselves as true partners with our clients and helping them grow their businesses because a lot of times they don't even know what they need. And so it's our job to help them uh, make sure that they're covered and protected. And at Business Ease, we treat things a little bit differently. We really are looking at a specific industry there, and that tends to be people in the influencer marketing space. And we know it's a lot of influencers. What we have done with Business Ease is we've tried to create all of these tools that are going to help you as you're growing and scaling that influencer business. So it has we have the DIY legal templates, which we created specifically for people in the influencer marketing space so that they can use them when different situations come up and they need a contract. We also have different trainings, which are things like campaign reporting or case studies. We also have a great course on how to set prices for your sponsored content and how to negotiate for your campaigns to make sure you're getting paid what you're worth. So our goal at Business Ease is to give you the information products that you need in order to grow that influencer business. With those two, we obviously have the podcast and we find that the listeners of this podcast are both our hashtag legal clients and our Business Ease clients. I think we bridge the gap a little bit as we're sharing information in the influencer marketing space, even though hashtag legal does have clients outside of that space. But the crazy thing that happened to us is when we started, I don't think we anticipated how fast hashtag legal was going to grow. (laughs) I definitely didn't. I mean, when we started, I figured who wants to pay legal fees when they can go buy a template? Everyone. (laughs) Not everyone. I'm kidding. But I think that so many people want legal done for them as opposed to DIY. And we saw people at hashtag legal. It was insane how fast we grew. And I should have done some math for this. I should have put together a spreadsheet so we could say, and I think we probably grew like, would you say three to 400% Oh, from year one to year two? I think it was about that. It may have been more. Yeah, no, easily, if not more, for sure. I think the thing that resonated with people with hashtag legal that we didn't see, probably because we had lived in the legal profession for so long, was how different we are as lawyers. And so I think the frustration was people who are business owners, particularly entrepreneurs, go to a lawyer, the typical lawyer, quote unquote, and feel frustrated because that lawyer didn't understand their business or that lawyer didn't speak their language. And so when people meet us and we understand because we are entrepreneurs ourselves, we are service professionals, we do work in influencer marketing, we understand all of those industries, we get it right off the bat. And I don't think we anticipated how rare that was (laughs) in an attorney. And we don't make legal scary. That's one of the tenets of hashtag legal is that it has to be a partnership. It should not, there should be no scare tactics. We're there to help you, not make you afraid to call us. And I don't think I realize the ultimate issues in the legal industry for entrepreneurs. And so it it exploded. (laughs) It really did. It was amazing just how fast it went. We're going to talk now a little bit about what did we do as we were growing that fast? Because we learned, I think, a lot of lessons that we want to make sure we share with our audience to really say, your business is growing. These are our tips for how to get through that crazy growth period. The first tip is don't panic. (laughs) (laughs) Try, try. Try, You might you may anyway. Actually, our first tip really is constant communication. So whether you work alone or you work with a partner, it's just constantly communicating with your support system. Danielle and I are very lucky. We have a built-in support system of each other. We always joke 
joke that only one person is allowed to freak out at a time. Um, <laughs> it's bad when we don't manage to schedule the freak outs and then yes. we're freaking out together. That's <laughs> never tough. good. But we have that built in support system. But we also have people outside of the business who are instrumental in helping us with our growth. And so constant communication with each other, with the people that work with us, the people who we've partnered with outside. Sometimes it's just people who are in mastermind groups with us. And the other piece to that is evaluation. Always being able to step back from what is working and what's not and being able to let go of what doesn't work. That's huge. And so constant communication, constant evaluation, that is without a doubt our first tip. Our second tip is hire. And we did this probably so much later than what we needed to, but we have learned our lesson and we are here to tell you it's scary absolutely, but you still need to do it. You only have so many hours in the day. It is not something where you can keep growing without support in your business. And I think that for me, it was really hard. Just I think everybody's gotten to know my personality at this point, and I'm a little bit of a control freak. So hiring was hard because I was just like, oh, it doesn't take me that much time. I can just do it myself. I can just do it myself. It's okay. Being able to hand over the tasks that we were handling before and having someone on our team take care of it, it's a breath of fresh air. You can just inhale and look around and say, okay, now I can concentrate on some of the things that are really, really important. I cannot agree with this enough. This was one of those where Danielle and I both had mindset issues about it. They were different, but we definitely both were pushing against it way longer than we should have. It, I think it was our biggest, the biggest mistake I learned from that we've made since we've started our businesses was hiring hiring too late. We knew for a long time we should have hired. And since hiring, it's been life changing. So we will never do that again. (laughs) It's absolutely magical having a team to work with us so that we can do everything we need to do to help the business grow. Oh, it's yes. Thank you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Our third tip is refining systems and processes. And I think this goes back to tip number one with constant evaluation. It's really easy to get complacent with what you started with, but as your business grows, you require more. You need to be constantly looking at how your processes uh, internal to your business are and how you can make them more efficient. But that being said, don't don't look at this too much. If it's working, if it's not broken, and if it is fairly efficient, keep using it because changing systems and processes can be really challenging. For us, this is Danielle's area. So she frankly (laughs) should be talking about this more than me because she is a process and systems wizard. But it really came down to Danielle sort of having the vision of what would make the most sense and then finding the perfect person to implement that. That was our first hire. Our first big hire was finding the person who could implement those changes because we had 900 different tools and we said, okay, why isn't there a tool that we can all use that has all the things. And we were like, does it not exist? And we did find something eventually that made sense for us for the law firm. But it's amazing where, and I've talked about it before, I may from time to time engage in productive procrastination. And that sometimes involves making to-do lists on fancy new softwares, trying out mind mapping, trying quite a number of different pieces of software. Did you say mind mapping? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I did. And then I realized if I send this to you, you're going to have a talk with me about (laughs) productive procrastination. So I didn't continue with that. Um, But don't you have to learn to recognize it in yourself, too? So (laughs) It is true. 
We're all growing. But I think that it's been a critical thing. Like what worked for us in the beginning doesn't work for us now. It doesn't close to work for us now. So when you are growing, you need to take a look and say, is this still working? If it is, great. If it's not, be willing to change it. That is so, so, so true. So our next tip is find your zone of genius and work in it. And this probably seems really basic, but if you're not working in an area that you're actually good at, skilled at, and passionate about, you're going to be miserable. So if you're doing all of these things that you don't like doing, what changes can you make to get into that zone of genius. One of the first things that we hired out was bookkeeping. And I remember the happy dance that Jamie did when we hired that out because Jamie was taking care of all of our finances on the back end. And it just wasn't the best use of your time. It wasn't that you couldn't do it. It was that you shouldn't have been doing it. You didn't feel passionate about that. That is so, so true. And it's interesting how that zone of genius has changed. Mm -hmm. You know, in the beginning for us, it was definitely getting into the nitty gritty of the work. But now I feel like both of us get really excited about counseling clients, working with clients, helping them build their businesses, which is a little bit different than that was in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And that's that's been fun too, to figure that out and make sure that we're, as, as we're changing, the business is changing with us. And our last tip is admit when you've taken on more than you can execute and evaluate what you should be doing. This, this happens- is so hard. This is hard. This just happened to us because in episode 16, you guys may remember, we reflected on 2017. We talked about our plans for 2018 and we were doing a great job. We we are, we are talked about our business word for the year, which was outsourcing and we're doing that and we're sticking to it. And so I feel really great about that. But we also made a big announcement about a conference. We were in the early stages of planning, which we were calling Scale Your Influence. So we had huge plans for scale. We were so excited. We were planning to work on it before spring conference season started so that everything would be ready to go in September for the launch. And we realized recently that we can't deliver the level of program that we wanted in the deadlines that we had created there. In all honesty, we don't think we can do it in 2018. Unfortunately, it's a ton of work to create the event that we wanted to, and you deserve to have the event that's in our mind, not something that has been scaled back just so that we can get it executed by them. So even though we shared it with everyone, we're putting it on hold. It's on our agenda, but likely won't be until next year sometime. And what we want to tell you is even though you have announced it and you've publicly said, I'm going to do this thing and people are excited about it, it's okay to change your plans. Admit when you have taken it on and that it might be time to reevaluate. I couldn't agree with that more. I'm actually, this is one of the things I'm most proud of us for doing is realizing our limits and realizing that we would be doing everyone a disservice in not only scale, but all the other aspects of our business. And I'm pretty cool with that. And so when Danielle and I started having this conversation for us, it was, we knew it was right when we both exhaled. (laughs) It's so true. We did. Yeah. So knowing, knowing when you need to change and it's, it's great to change. It's great to reevaluate. It's great to make sure that you're putting out the best possible products and services that you can and not trying to do too much. Um, so we took a look at businesses and we said, okay, what is it that we really want to concentrate on for 2018? So we're working to create additional content that you can use to scale your business. And we're also working on our website to make it a whole lot more user-friendly and to just make sure that you can find exactly the tools that you need for your own business. 
business. A lot of that was listening to our customers who we get a lot of questions about the site. And so we knew that that was a far better use of our time and resources is to make a way, way easier to use website. And I'm ex- I cannot wait to see what, what comes. I'm excited. And I think that our tech person, Jill, is probably the most excited because we've had a lot of coding issues on the existing site. So I think she's probably more excited than we are to... <laughs> change the look and feel so that it will function a whole lot better just on the back end too. And it's going to be purdy. <laughs> it is. It's like so magnificent. So we would love to hear in the HQ from all of our business owners about your lessons that you have learned since starting your businesses. If you're not already a member, you can join at businessease.com slash HQ. And if you need show notes for this episode, go to businessease.com slash episode 28. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Ease Influencer Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. If you like the podcast, we'd love if you give us a review in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help new listeners find us. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at businessease.com. We'd really love to hang out with you in our Facebook group, the Business Ease HQ. To join, visit businessease.com slash HQ. We want to give a big thank you to our producer, Don Jackson of the Raven Media Group for making us sound so very good. Thanks for joining us and we'll talk to you again next week. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.